The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back to The Last Word. It is time for The Last Word on Health. Dr. Alona Duffy, Monaghan GP, is with us. Alona, good to talk to you again. We're talking about tennis elbow and golfer's elbow this week. I'm sure a lot of people might be in a bit of pain if they've been hacking around a golf course today or other people doing a bit of DIY. Tell us the difference between them. Okay, well, both are are commonest kind of causes of elbow pain. And really, they both kind of are nearly opposite sides of the elbow. So if you all look at your elbow or feel your elbow right now as you're listening, you'll feel the back bony bit. And then either side, there are little bony promises and they're called your epicondyle. So the one that's on the side of your thumb is called the medial and the other uh, or is called the lateral and the other is called the medial. So the difference is the nerve that kind of goes along that way and, and what causes the pain. So tennis elbow, the reason it got its name is it was something that was common as a repetitive strain injury in people who play tennis. Now, less so now because um, our tennis rackets are lighter, so therefore there's less strain. And also people are more aware of it and kind of doing more exercise and training better and perhaps holding their rackets better. But it's not just tennis that can cause it. Any kind of a repetitive movement that's using, causing you to move that tendon in the arm and that tendon goes all the way down into your hand can do it. So something like somebody who's been painting a room and they're not used to painting all the time, baking, doing anything, even knitting sometimes can be something that can do it. And typically what they'll notice is that the pain gradually starts in that side of that of the elbow and it'll become tender to touch. And they'll just notice and when they're doing things like say opening a jar or lifting up something and turning it over, that that will tend to cause pain. Now, your golfer's elbow is on the other side, on the kind of more inner aspect of the elbow. And again, because of certain golf movements, it tended to be common in golfers. But again, like the tennis elbow, it's not limited to just the golfers. So with it, often people will say they've got the tenderness, the ache there on that inner aspect of the elbow. And they may be getting pain going down and causing maybe even tingling right into the ring and the little finger in the hand. So similarly, kind of finding out what's causing it, getting a sense of what does it and trying to stop doing that movement really to prevent both of them coming Let's back. Let's start with tennis elbow. Who is more likely to get it? Well, um, the actually the peak age for getting it is between 35 and 54, which is interesting because you'd be kind of imagining that younger people would be getting it um, more because they're doing more things. But actually, their tendons probably are better quality. They're using them all the time. But as we get older, all of these ligaments and tendons probably start to stiffen up. And therefore, if you suddenly start using it, so it's like going to the gym. You never go to the gym and go straight into a two hour workout. You slowly work it up so that your muscles and tendons and everything get used to it and your body is fit for it. So, again, if you have a room to paint at the weekend or you're going out to the gardening, you're better off dividing up that workload so that you're not doing it all at once and ending up with the pain in the elbow, specifically the tennis elbow. So it does affect approximately one to three percent of the population. It will settle without any treatment as long as you stop doing what's causing it. So the big thing is working out what's doing it. Usually more common in the dominant arm. So if you're right handed, it'll be more common on your right side. And that's again because you're more likely to be using that that hand and that arm for doing things. So dividing the workload is the big message here. A lot of people will then say, well, look, we can't, you know, we have to live our lives and we, we, we can't just stop what we're doing. Is there any treatment for it then if you can't stop what you're doing using it? 
Yeah, well, I suppose we it's not that we want you to stop using it completely. What we're saying is just if you can work out what it is you did that kind of set it off and it could have been carrying shopping bags, it may have been doing a repetitive thing at home. So you just need to limit that and reduce it down. And um, you obviously are still going to use your elbow, but what can we give you? So apart from the rest, icing it. So putting the ice will reduce localised inflammation, especially if you've done something and you know it's going to set it off. The other thing that may help are topical gels. So anti-inflammatory gels and um, um, like diphene gel and fastum gel and a whole host that your chemist can advise you on. And rubbing a small amount of that into the area will offer a little anti-inflammatory kind of treatment locally to it. it means you don't have to take tablets. Now, in the old days, we used to do more intervention type things and we'd inject the area with steroids, but we're moving away from that and there's less steroid injection. And the reason for using steroid was it would kind of have an anti-inflammatory effect, but it also, we know, could cause damage to the tendon in the long term and especially if you're getting repeated injections. Um, if things are really bad, so let's say you've tried stopping doing the movement that's uh, and the repetitive motion that's causing it, you've you've tried exercise. Your your GP will probably give you an information leaflet with some exercises that will help, and you can Google those online and get good YouTube videos. So if we've tried all of that. We've tried the gel and perhaps tried some anti-inflammatory medication by tablet or by mouth, and um, then we may refer you on to physio or on to a specialist. And I suppose one of the big things that can happen: some people out there may say, "Well, I've had other types." of injections or have required surgery and that would be for the small minority of people who don't respond. Let's move on to golf, golfer's elbow and the signs of that. So again, um, you make a soreness and an ache on the inside part of the elbow and that also kind of a tingling or a pain running down the, the arm and into the fingers, the small finger and the ring finger in the hand. Again, will tend to be gradual and onset, probably less common than tennis elbow um, but again, repetitive movements will tend to do it. And what do we do? Again, the same message and um, try and work out what caused it and avoid doing that. We'd kind of say ice it if, if it's if it's acutely painful. Use your anti-inflammatory gels, uh, get some exercise. And again, you can Google golfer's elbow and you'll get good exercise and videos to show you how to do. And if none of that's working, your GP may refer you to physio or again onwards to see if you need to see an orthopedic specialist. But the reality is very few people need referral on. Sometimes people say, well, should I get scans or should I get x-rays? X-rays have no role unless you've had trauma, unless uh, you're having pain on that area because you've had a fall or a blow to the elbow. Um, MRI scans, if we really feel we don't have an answer to things and you've tried everything, you've tried the physio, you've tried the exercise, you've cut down on the repetitive movements, then we may at times suggest an MRI scan of the elbow. But uh, to be honest, in all my time, I've never had to do an MRI scan. On the physio side, are there little techniques people can do at home rather than booking in with a physio? Just Google online and Google golfer's elbow exercises and it'll bring up a whole host of physiotherapy exercises for you to do and sheets that you can print out and similarly with tennis elbow. So um, and again, they'll give you general advice about using ice to reduce inflammation, especially if you've had to do something that you know is going to trigger it. Dr. Lona Duffy, thank you very much for joining us on The Last Word. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.